You're listening to the Pretty Bitchy Podcast, where we interview some of our favorite people and determine if they've been exhibiting pretty behavior or bitchy behavior. Welcome back to the Pretty Bitchy Pod. We're back, bitches. Feeling pretty, not, actually, I'm feeling hungover, so I'm not really feeling the prettiest, but I am feeling bitchy. Oh, you're hungover? What'd you do last night? I had three beers. Two. <laughs> so that, that did it for me. No, I was at the Legion um, for karaoke. Okay, well. Yeah, the, it's crazy, because you walk into the Legion, and it's like, all hipsters whose like greatest war is like that against like dairy like (laughs) it's just a bunch of like skinny mustaches greasy mustaches and like hats and stick and poke tattoos well we wouldn't know i don't know about this life (laughs) me me and the guest today would not know about this uh (laughs) we are so happy to have coca galore what's up what's up how's it going um, you know, just uh, fascinated by Bria's whiteness. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because for the episode, we were like, we hadn't discussed who to have. And then we both saw each other the other day. And, and Tamara's like, I was thinking we could have Coco. And I was like, I was literally going to text you and be like, we need to have Coco on this episode. Well, no, how it happened was. We what had happened? To, what had happened was <laughs> we were supposed to have someone else on the podcast and it was just impossible to make plans with them. And we already wanted to have you on the podcast. And so I asked you and planned the whole thing without telling Bria. And then I saw her. She's like, you know what I was thinking on Sunday? But I don't think that she'll be available. I was like, I already asked Coco. She's already Yeah, coming. it was truly that. <laughs> that is the cutest thing ever. I thought of you. Was Thank like, you yeah, for thinking that I have a life and that I'm busy. You are busy. You are, yeah. Every black woman is busy. I mean, yeah, dodging white supremacy, but... Mm-hmm, that's a full-time job. <laughs> that is a full-time job, and I'm glad that my skin still looks so good doing it. <laughs> Once again, shout-out to Rosehip Seed Oil, The Ordinary, <laughs> Sephora, we love you. I mean, you I use Kiehl's. I'm giving it so much clout on here, and that's why I can't find it. Yeah. I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, so you created people. your own mess, as per usual. <laughs> okay! okay. <laughs> thing that's been said on the pod we are like what three minutes in as per usual (laughs) listen well i use keel's midnight recovery not not the off topic that's fancy keel's is good i've been using it for over 10 years coco's been much for a while (laughs) coco always has like the best products do i yeah. yeah. I feel like you're kind of a secret beauty girly. I am very into beauty products. You, like, products. always have really nice eyeshadows. Like, the one that you're wearing now. I like that one, too. Just a little Fenty. Oh. Yeah. Okay, first of all, Bria's trying to fuck. And, <laughs> no. and just a little Fenty is insane. Fenty. I, so I use two makeup artists very specific. Well, Brianna's not a makeup artist, but I use two, like, makeup lines, and it they're both black women. It's... Robin Fenty, Rihanna, and uh, Pat McGrath. Okay, Pat McGrath is bougie. <laughs> Pat McGrath is like the best. She like the pigmentation on the eyeshadow is so good. I wear it at work. Her palettes are incredible. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. Meanwhile, I just got waterproof eyeliner from Dollarama. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
me and you are not the same. Well, I mean, also, I can't even wear uh, eyeliner because of the way that my lids are. I can't really wear eyeliner. Well, I can't really wear um, whatever the people put on underneath their or where their cheekbones are. Uh, highlighter? Yeah, because I don't have a bottom. I don't have a bottom like eyelid. You know what I mean? Like the eyelid at the top. I don't have the bottom half. That's why my eyes are weird. What? what? I know it's hard to explain. Like everybody has like so. It's I'm, hard to explain because it's not real. I'm looking at your eyes right no, now. No, you, you have like you have another little like dip in your eyelid. Mine just goes right into my face. But that's not where highlighter goes. Well, see, and that's why I also don't use it. <laughs> also, you should not be putting anything. Like I don't have a lot of standards for myself, but I don't know if I would put anything from Dollarama near my eyeball. Um, I got a little bit in there yesterday, and I did start crying. Did it sting? It stung so hard. I was like, ooh, I can feel all the toxicity. You were like, gang pink eye? Well, I was just like, oh my god, you're toxic, I'm toxic. Like, this is such a vibe. Right? Um, Once again, creating your own mess. Okay. (laughs) To be fair, and we've discussed this already on the podcast, but things are going a lot better since I've gotten a life coach and a therapist. And um, I don't think that I'm as toxic as I used to be. I actually don't think you're toxic. That's just a joke. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you're messy. Oh, I love a mess. Yeah, messy for sure. Hello, Google. (laughs) (laughs) So, in that moment. So what had happened was I did not. I (laughs) I was speechless. So Coco and I have a very long. His, history. Yeah, a long yeah. history of deepness in our friendship. We kind of yeah. like, we never had that thing where people start off being gradually friends and then become closer and then closer, like how we had that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we met and then we didn't really hang out and then we like hung out a little bit more and then like, you know, whatever. And then we like started like hanging out more and then nothing fancy, Scotland, all that stuff. Yeah. Coco and I, um, we bonded talking shit about something that we knew was going to blow up. And we knew that something really extreme was going to happen within our community. And um, it did. And we like were like, ha, 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 we've always known, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Not ha, 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 we've always known. And then that kind of just like, we started just messaging each other at four o'clock in the morning, like just telling each other what like news we've gotten. Oh, and I remember, okay, so I remember someone talked to you sideways when that shit went down. Yeah. And I messaged you, screenshot and message. I said, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's when we started at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah. four o'clock. Like, four. And there was no hesitation. It wasn't like, oh, should I trust this person? We just went right in. They were no. like, okay, listen, this is what happened. And we just, that's how I remember that. Yeah. So we just yeah. had that moment. I almost we, forgot about that incident. And then we started working together. Yeah. And no, that, no, no. First we had that reading in the park. Yeah. Then we had a reading in a park and that's kind of like in the pandemic, we went and had a reading in the park. It was very crazy. I learned a lot about her and then she learned a lot about me yeah. during that time. And then um, we went and we started, started working together. together. Yeah. And then, yeah. That, By that, she means I was her boss. Yeah. Coco was my <laughs> boss. And we skipped that, you know, that beautiful time in your friendship when you like just like have fun all the time and honeymoon. nothing stressful. Yeah. When I have the honeymoon stage, we just immediately became sisters. Yeah. So we just started like, you know, fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I was watching you guys have that conversation. I was like, oh, wow. They are really, really close. They are. They're interacting right now like siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, you're honest with each other. And it's actually really nice. It In is that nice. moment, maybe it wasn't. I mean, I think, I think, uh, well, let's tell everyone what happened. Daniel, <laughs> a, Daniel was like really scared because, you know, we're two black women and we were 
kind of fighting in front of mostly white people. And Daniel was like, <laughs> Daniel, who's also a black man, was like, I was really scared. Yeah, we're just going to show them what really goes <laughs> So I basically came in. I had like a situation that I was talking about that was happening to me. And if anyone knows me, there's always something happening to me. And, <laughs> and honestly, 95% of the time, it's not my fault. But anyway, something was happening to me. Did you guys just both look down and not do anything? <laughs> well, I don't know. I was like, should we really correct her? I was just like, I'm going to let her keep telling yeah, the story. Yeah, I was going to kind of let you go. But also, like, that's not the point of the story anyways. Yeah. So yeah. then we got into this thing and Coco was trying to explain to me, you know, hey, listen out. Because I got mad at somebody else also in the room. And she's like, listen to what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying. Well, he had 10 points and I just said one of them was right. Yeah, and when I'm when I'm angry, I don't want to hear anything else that's right. I'm right, right, and so. Well, yeah, in in that moment, yes, you just. I think you just wanted us to listen more as opposed to maybe dissect the situation, which was like we were all too drunk to be dissecting the situation. <laughs> I mean, so. I wasn't dissecting the situation. No, but. you weren't. In that moment, you weren't. No. And then I do this thing when I get like really annoyed and really angry. I just shut down completely. So then I was just like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And the Coco was like, no, come on. I was like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done talking about it. Like, this is it. And then she kept talking. And I was like, I've already said I don't want to talk about it. So I just started looking around the room, which obviously rude. And then she kept talking. And I just leaned into casually my Google speaker. And I just said, hey, Google, play music. And she's like, I swear to God, bitch. And she got up, put her shoes on. It was like, it was a very black moment, very Friday. Um, but I just want to I just want to go ahead and say something because I don't want to make us I don't want it to seem like I wasn't respecting you not wanting to talk about it. You were literally cutting me off mid sentence to tell me you didn't want to say like that. I wasn't. Gonna, you know what I mean? It, it'd be like I'd be like, well, you know what I think is I don't want to talk. I was like, I just can I finish my sentence? No, I don't. And I was like, you know what? No, no, we're not going to what we're not going to do is that <laughs> like, yeah. like and, and the funny thing is. When you get in a headspace, and we've been in a situation, although that was the most extreme, but now it's a joke that every time something happens, I like to go, hello, Google, <laughs> as, as, a, as an interrupter joke. But the the interesting thing about when you do that is most of the time what I have to say, and if if you had let me finish my sentence, it's not even anything yet that you would even be mad about. Yeah. That's why I was like, let me just finish my sentence. No, because then five minutes later, when you did actually finally talk about it, two seconds after you finished your sentence, Tamara looked at you and was like, yeah, I see where you're coming from, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you just stalled for 10 minutes and you agree with her? Yeah. Yeah, which is like her habit. It's it's her habit. My habit? Yeah. I No, I I like, I always, listen, I pride myself on being one of the only people I know that will say sorry when I actually am in the room. Yes, and you did. Yeah. And you did. I will say sorry. I That's my biggest pet peeve when people just can't say sorry because it's just like, just own it. You you have 10 more wins coming up. Just take one L. It can't be 100 L's. Right. Right? And that's why I said 95% of the time I am right. That math doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's I'm 90 still, percent if it's one l right. for every nine it's 10 percent it's 10 it's 90 yeah i wasn't a good math person anyway i like that's why you teach english that's why i teach english yeah <laughs> and those kids are failing uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like you had an exciting weekend i went to stratford it was very exciting i went to stratford 
Um, one thing about me going away on any sort of comedy trip, no matter what, when I'm getting the nicest accommodations and it's going to be the best experience, I get my period that day. It's so fucking annoying. And so I was kind of just like, oh man, this is going to be rough. Like, but I went there. It was really amazing. I met up with Coco before the night before and we got chicken wings and I was like, dissing these chicken wings oh they were so good though but it's because i was getting my period you know what it's get like almost like like a pregnant energy when i'm about to get my period like i'm turned off of stuff i can't eat certain things and so i love chicken wings i was eating them and i was like these are so crispy and dry blah 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 but i saved them because ivan was like save them you'll you can have them tomorrow in stratford and i got up and i got on the bus i passed out the whole way and then i got there and i dropped my bags off at the hotel and then like a fucking dirt bag, I went and sat in front of the theater before the show was starting and I just ate, ate chicken wings covered in sauce, no napkin. And the people are walking by in like dresses and heels getting ready to go see like Casey and Diana. Oh, I thought they were getting ready to go see you. No. <laughs> I was like, did they recognize you after the show? <laughs> I'm going, like, they're getting ready. They're like all nice. I'm in a hoodie. It's cold. I'm like, like who's this dress. dirt bag eating? Oh, that's that's to oh that's the person you're just next oh, to a poster we should have we should have paid more for these tickets <laughs> yeah get her some real food i like my hood on and i was like on the phone <laughs> and i was on the phone with sandro and he was like do you understand that what you're explaining to me right now in the whitest sound ever is the blackest shit you could be doing do you just tell me you're sitting outside of a theater in a hoodie going to see a play eating eight chicken wings covered in sauce with no napkin and I was like, honey, I'm home. Like, fuck off, man. I'm a performer. And when I, the person I sat beside at the play was like, I could tell that you were an artist. Oh, you went to watch a play? I did not know that. Yeah, I went to go watch a play. I went to go watch a play. I'm a nerd. Um, but yeah. I'm a nerd? No, You're like in I, the arts. <laughs> but like some people don't like plays. I really yeah. like plays. Like I love that kind of acting. Like me watching that you had to remember 30, like three hours of lines the emotion, the fact that you like can't fuck it up, it's like really awkward. Right. There's no extra takes and shit. Like you gotta be on no matter what. And I have so much respect for that. So I went and saw Casey and Diana and I was trying to see um Sir Spam a lot because I wanted something funny before my show, but I went and saw the saddest play of watch? all time. Casey and Diana about Diana going to Casey House and meeting all of those men with AIDS back in the eighties. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I went to go see that, and it was like, yo, when I say I wept, like, I was audibly weeping. Yeah, you texted me. I was, I like, was crying during intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused, too, because I thought that you were just doing a daytime gig there. So I was like, what happened at the show? And then you were like, no, I'm seeing a play before. I'm like, no one else that I know would go to a different city and then see a play before their own show. I'm like, that's so much work. But it sounds like it was amazing. It was amazing. It was so good. The actors were so amazing. So shout out to them. Like, holy shit. That was like unbelievable. And yeah, so I did that. And then I met a person named Tamara that was also like, she's also named Tamara sitting beside me. She's an actor for 30 years. I gave her a lot of business cards. Like a lot of people are going to be very surprised when they realize my whole album is just about like dick and like. Going to cottage. Yeah, they got like the Stratford version of your set. Yeah, I was like, oh yes, I'm I'm also in the arts. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of... I don't know why we why we became British pussy. all the time. Like, yeah, have you heard of my pussy? <laughs> like, Stratford is still in Ontario. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> they have the Shakespeare vibe and, like, the swans and that's shit. That's true, that's true. Swan, swans are evil. The swans aren't evil. The geese are evil. 
No, I've heard that swans like drown other birds. Wow. <laughs> Yo, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty like, bitchy. Yeah, they're bird cannibal. Yeah, I've heard that they're pretty vicious. Swans are pretty vicious. But the geese are too. Oh man, have you ever been attacked by a geese? No, when I was a kid, I No, because I'm black and I know better. When I see animals, I go the other direction. That is something that white people yeah. do. White people, we love provoking animals. Yeah, y'all be like, come here. Provoke. I mean, we provoke. Come everything. here. <laughs> <laughs> come here. <laughs> no, we do. We like it's, just like, it's just like when you guys hear a noise, you guys take your flashlights and go, who's there? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you pointing yourself out? Why? Because we've never been in true danger. We only create it. So we like don't know how to react. I think that that's what it might be. Snaps. It's like, it's wild. You're like, okay, you really do want to die first. That's why it's like you only see white people with those like crazy animals. Like, you know, those people in the States that have like exotic animals they shouldn't. It's always some like white lady. Yeah, we watched Tiger King, girl. Yeah. Like, I was, well, I saw a guy with a snake in the park the other day. No. No. That's not <laughs> I have a picture of this. Don't no, I want to see this picture. Snake in the park. Yeah. Let me see it. Don't bring your weird pets to public places. That's not a pet. It was his pet. It was his pet. A snake on a leash? It wasn't on a leash. Oh, it was just out? Well, he he wrapped it around his neck to walk around. How would you put a snake on a leash? It's like a tube. (laughs) I don't know. I guess you'd have to... It's a circle in a circle. I guess you'd have to kill it. Yeah, because it'd be too tight. No, because like, I I meant like, I don't know, (laughs) like a snake cuff. You just like cuff it around their yeah but they could slide out of it yeah is what you she's cuff trying it around to say. yeah maybe you cuff it around something that like a chain this sounds oh. like when men are trying to cuff me <laughs> i just slide my way out of it that's so crazy i am not beyonce it is not cuff it cuff it cuff it cuff it baby i'm like nope 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 yeah see you later i'm i'm trying to pull up the snake pick no that's totally cool i I, uh, that's weird, man. I mean, it should be illegal. Like, if a man has a snake, I'm not going on a date with you. But we I'm also... not speaking to you. No, thank Here. you. Oh, my... No, stop! Oh, my gosh. That snake is, like, fully, like, in attack mode. It's, like, head is up. It's, like, in... So, the- there's it a, was- and there's a lone kid in the background so of the picture. It was- it's, like, okay, so that kid's going it's first. Well, the, 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 the kid was, the kid was a bit far. So, what would happen is... It's the, a snake. The... The the person's far. No, no, no. The kid was like a lot further than what it looked like in the picture. But it was like basically the owner would stand there and the snake would slither, slither, come up, ah! look around, look around, slither, and then like, and then I think occasionally he would take a stick and kind of almost like a fetch type of deal. What? No, yeah. not a fetch. Coco, no. Yeah, fetch? It's yeah. A snake. I watched this whole thing and then and then. There was a moment where he moved locations, so he picked up the snake, put it around his neck, moved locations, and then did it again. And I was like, oh, he's really, like, trying to take the snake out for a walk type of deal. <laughs> like was, that's it's, what it was. It's a trained snake. Like, it's a trained snake. That's psycho. I'm sorry. The effort you have to go into to train a snake, like, you're a sociopath. What in the African lion safari <laughs> no one is happening to, right now? No one needs to see that. No one wants to see that. Well, I mean, I was watching it. Like, and it's funny because, like, I have a friend in the States 
who messaged me and said, what the fuck? I would never, like, he was, like, going on about it. He's like, Canadians are crazy. I was like, okay, like, you know, it's not really about being Canadian. It's more about being white. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know what to tell you. Fuck, man. Well, we did see a cat on a walk in uh, Bellwoods the other day. We did, actually, I've seen that with the leash, right? Yeah. And it had a full, like, carrying case. Yeah. It was very weird. Oh, my God. Was it one of those, like, bubble space-looking carrying cases? It wasn't, actually. But I know which ones you're talking about. That has the window so you can see the cat's face. Yeah. And it almost is, like, way more sad. Because they (laughs) look extra trapped. Well, they're just trying to get that sunlight. Yeah, they're just trying to get their I mean, just because they're, like, the owner's not trying to carry them doesn't mean they shouldn't get some melanin. (laughs) Not melanin. But they're not even getting fresh air in that thing. Or maybe there's holes. I think there's something. It can't, like, it doesn't sound humane for it to not have any I, kind of holes. I think You know what? Let me Google those. Let me Google it. Does the snake guy have a... Um, Carrying case? No. No. Oh, wait, so he's just walking around with the that's snake? That's crazy. I told you, he put it around his neck when he like, was walking truly, around. Like, truly, that's how he oh transported it. He didn't have a cage. No. Yo. That's crazy. Did he have a ponytail, though? That was actually what I was No, he had, like, a regular, regular, short, crop haircut. <laughs> Full head hair. Yeah. No baldness. No, it was an older guy. Okay. And he was wearing like t shirt and jeans. Not even cargo shorts. No. Oh, I was. <laughs> you really just want to be at the safari. Like so he bad. honestly, no, honestly just... speaking, Bria, he probably lives on the street. Like he looks like. Don't say that. I was walking on the street and I was like, oh, these people trust me. <laughs> I don't want to know that the snake handler lives on my street. Or that your street gives your street gives snake energy. <laughs> yeah. That. When I turn onto this street, I, I think someone here has a snake. Yeah, someone here, someone that lives in one of these apartments has a weird exotic animal no one wants. Dude, that's so Yeah, crazy. so it does have, it does have, like, there's things on the side. Do you see those little holes? For, and yeah, at the bottom for air. Okay, never mind. I take back what I said about people who put their cats in those bubble backpacks. You're not... You're not depleting them of fresh air. I mean, that's not a lot of air. It's like it's like having a crack open on the hottest day of the year in your car and be like, my kid's fine. I mean, there's like at least nine <laughs> holes there, so I think that's a lot. Nine, nine holes. holes. Nine <laughs> holes, nine lives. <laughs> there you go. Giddy up. Fuck, that's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, don't bring your pets unless they're supposed to be pets that you bring to the park. <laughs> to the park. I don't even know how we got on that from Stratford. I don't know either, but I just know that it was something that needed to be addressed. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I want to get a dog. You're barely home. I- Ivan will take care of it, mainly. We- well, we're going to get a dog. I want, like, a big one. Okay. No one, I just... no one thinks I can keep a dog alive? No, it's no not that's not the part. Like, yeah. I never... I never bet on relying on men to take care of something. <laughs> Even dogs? I yeah. guess it is man's best friend, the only thing they'll pay attention to. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll be cute to the dog. I mean, I, like, I I think the dog will love me and, like, you know, I'll be home and I'll always be, like, surprised. And I think the better question will be, with your cultural differences between you and Ivan... What are the rules that will apply to the dog? Well, oh. we're not we're not washing the dog shit with our shit in the washing machine and shit like that. None of this will the like, dog be allowed on furniture. Yeah, is the dog allowed on the bed? The dog's not allowed on my bed. Do you kiss the dog with your mouth? No, that's different personal preference, but yeah. it's more like yeah. is the dog allowed on the bed? The is dog's the dog not allowed, allowed on our furniture? bed, but the dog's allowed on the furniture. The the dog will have specific furniture for the dog that you can jump up on. So is the dog allowed on the general couch? 
Um, it's going to be a no for me. Yeah, so you guys are going to have to discuss this list of cultural differences. <laughs> are those... Like, I Yeah, the dogs are just coming up on the couch. Like, no. Not like not the couch I would put my head down on and shit. No. Um, yeah, you realize that's a very black thing, right? The, the, the dog can have a dog couch. Yeah, I think most white people, they like, they make out with their dogs. You know what I mean? And so also like, like the, dog sits, the dog sits, they sleep everywhere. with their dogs and stuff. Yeah. The dog's not sleeping with me. Yeah, so you need to have that conversation with Ivan is all I'm trying to say. Or I need to find like a dog that's, what, what are some Jamaican dogs? It's not about that. It's <laughs> because at the end of the day, <laughs> it's about how you train the uh, dog. Can I get some black dogs? <laughs> did you guys know that black dogs, like black dogs and black cats are the least adopted? Yeah, I did because I had a black cat before. Yeah. And um, I can see why because they're fucking crazy. Oh. Black cats are nuts. And they, um, they're, they, they perpetuate the stereotype. <laughs> no, it's, stereotype. listen, this, my cat love, love him. He's still alive. I was going to say loves past tense. He's MJ. Great guy. Um, but an insane person tried to kill me in my kitchen. Your cat tried to kill like, you. Like they're smart. These cats are smart. Like they, he jumped up um, walked across the, like, cause we kept saying no for him to come and try to take our food or like try to make bacon and shit. And he's trying to like eat our breakfast. And I was like, stop, bro. And then so he came up. He like jumped up on the side, jumped up on the microwave. We didn't know because we, we would have been able to see him where our backs were turned. And he started pushing the knife block slowly off of the top of the microwave. And then when he turned around, he was pushing the mic. Um, he pushed the knife block off and all these knives were just in the ground. He looked at us and we locked him in the fucking bathroom for six hours because I was like, are you fucked? You got to have an exorcism for your cat. There's some demons in that cat. <laughs> yeah, he would like scratch the door when we like would close it and be like, <laughs> like we'd did have you to get him, him from Kitty or was he like, like he was, he's rescued? rescued? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, he's got trauma. He's coming from a place of trauma. And then he yeah. would like, but he, that I don't know if you like know this about cats, like they fully adapt to your personality like i was gonna say that cat sounds very close to you but yeah. <laughs> Not very close to me. i was i was trying to i was trying to keep keep it silent but you see in this situation you brought it up no, you brought it up <laughs> yes so the cat was like the cat was an emotional terrorist that sounded like the cat's hello google moment no was the cat hello googling you yeah yeah said i said i want some bacon and you're (laughs) you said bro you crazy cat said hmm all right and i showed you knives to the floor i'll show you crazy oh no you know what that yeah that was very much my cat (laughs) you see like he would do things like um He'd like go outside and like hang off the balcony and look look at us in the eyes. We weren't paying enough attention to him. Yeah, that's that's your and guy. Then, and right. then I would just be like, "Do it!" Like I've literally given you everything. Yeah, you guys are so literally one up You think you need to other. kill yourself? Then go off, King. I, what what else could you? you I have. What else do you need? Well, like, what is this? Like playing hard to get and shit. Jump. Go on then. Go on with your bad self. <laughs> Yo, you. So I do want a dog. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you should get another cat anytime soon. No, but MJ was the best. But yeah, okay. Um, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's the best. The he's still alive. Well, I heard you got a little bit of a compliment this weekend. What? what Just this weekend? You, you said you got ID'd. Listen. <laughs> I got ID'd and I almost fought the girl. And then after I left, I was like, that's actually kind of nice. So I like went in and I was like, <laughs> I was like, um, I had a flow water to show that I am healthy. But then I ordered a pack that of That shit tastes like cardboard. 
No, it's very good. It's alkaline and it's, it's good for your brain. No. It's good for your brain. It's good for your brain. What about it is good for your brain? I'm the first bitch to buy into like health things. Like I'll try the powders. I'll try all of it. You know, I, I want a good beetroot supplement. I want a mm. flaxseed powder. Like I'll do all that. But the flow waters, I think they're disgusting. I think that I am doing my part in saving the environment. I actively try to do that every day. Yeah, just drink and tap so water. And so that's something that I am proud of. Can you say it the same? <laughs> I'm proud of you for thinking about the environment, Samara. Via flow water. <laughs> yeah. Via purchasing flow water. So I get this flow water, the big size too, because I love the taste. It just sounds like flow rider. They should have called it that. Oh, he should collab with them. Yeah, but it would have to be like flow rider. Oh, but no, but that, no, but then it would be like full of fluorine. Apple, apple then, bottom, no, like, apple bottom water. No, wait, was that flow rider? Apple, Apple bottom, bottom jeans. jeans. Yeah, that's Florida, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I doubt yeah. myself like that. Anytime more confident. Because you, for that song, you have to sing till the end to know who it is. Yeah. You have to be like, whoa, whoa. oh yeah, that's Florida. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so whatever. So, so you like, got ID to buy water? Well, I got the water and then I was like, oh, and I also got, and I, I like had sunglasses on. I looked like, you know, like me. And so I was like, yeah. And then, you know, Belmont Small King, I ordered cigarettes. And then she's like, I'm going to need to see your ID. And I live across the street from this place. <laughs> I'm literally there every fucking day. So I was like... Yeah, but you're not buying cigarettes every day. No, but th- they know me. And so I was like, yo, it's me. Like, <laughs> I'm 35 years old. And she's like, oh, I'm new, so I'm going to see your ID. I was like, I'm not walking across the street to get my ID. Like, look at my face. I took my sunglasses off. Like, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to need your ID. And I was like, can I pull up a picture of my ID? She's like, uh, that's not really our policy. I was like, listen, I'm not, I can leave it all here. I'll just leave it all here. And she's like, okay, a picture's fine. And because her manager, her, her manager was like, okay, yeah, whatever. This girl's crazy. <laughs> this girl's just new. And then she looks at it and she is like, okay, thanks. Oh yeah, you are 35. You just look really young. And I was like, oh, thank you. How that's, old was she? I don't know. But I, I, yeah. 17 probably just started her first job at Circle K. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I left and I was like. She's like, have a good day. I was like, have a good day. And then I walked outside and I was like, walking across the street. And I was like, oh, you know what? They have to wait. Like, they have to ask if you look 25 years or younger. Yeah. That's what I was like, why are you even upset? Nice. Like, you're upset at the inconvenience, but then missing the fact that she thinks you look young. Yeah. So then I walked back in and I was like, sorry, girl. Thank you so much. It's actually so nice. And it must be the rosehip seed oil. She's like, I use that too. And then I left. Okay, so we learned something in that interaction. Yeah. Like, Whatever we learned. Um, I look fucking young as fuck. We already knew that. And don't even try to say you apologize because we already said that you do that 10% of the time. And I think that everyone should drink flow water. Well, we <sighs> tried. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were so hopeful that yeah. something else was going to come out. But you know what? Hey, at least you went back. That's a that's a step. That's progress. Yeah, I said sorry. Yeah, as your life coach said, yelling is what not is this power. life coach thing? <laughs> is this new? Yeah, so I got a life coach, a life coach on top of my therapist, um, just because. Yeah, I don't know. As I get older, I just want to be the best version of myself. That's cute. And 
<laughs> no, that was very that was very genuine, but it just made me laugh. I want to be the best version of myself, and I have a lot of anger in my soul, and so that anger leads to me like creating problems that maybe I don't need to battle. So I've just been trying to be calmer in general, letting dumb people be dumb. And, and now we are back full circle to the beginning of the podcast when I said you create your own problems. I don't create them. I just think that they find me and then they want me to not respond. Is that how? Yeah. So here's my question. What is the like, because you're talking about your anger, but what's what what the what can't the therapist do in this instant that you would need a life coach? Like when I think life coach, I feel I think, hey, let's develop a career path. I don't think yeah, they're helping me prioritize. No, they're helping me prioritize, and they're helping me prioritize without anger because my ADHD leads to me being angry about things. frustrated. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. then they're helping me like prioritize things in a way that I won't carry on having like things surprise me or things overwhelm me to the point where I get like frustrated and flustered and angry. Got it. Yeah. So that's good. Turns out I have a lot to prioritize. <laughs> I mean, you're busy. I mean, I, actually, I used to work with you, so I know <laughs> I, um, I saw my therapist for the first time in two months and like meaning you haven't, had a session in two months or you just haven't seen them physically no i haven't had a session in two months i love that when you think you're just doing well and then your life blows up and you're like hey yeah and then you up (laughs) (laughs) well i was going through everything that's happened in the last two months with my therapist and then we get to the last thing you had enough time in the hour i mean we i was I was doing timers. I don't know if you've ever had to do that. Yeah, sometimes I come in with like a sticky note with bullet points. I had bullet points and I was like, we're dedicating eight minutes to each of these issues. (laughs) 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 Like literally, I had to keep, I had to keep on the freaking like schedule, right? I was like, this is necessary to make it through all of this. And then at the end of it, I was like, and my ex texted me last week. And my therapist was like, what? (laughs) How long have you been with your therapist? Oh, that's a good question. I think since like October. Okay. I was just trying to gauge if she understood the impact of the sentence of your ex texted you. Yeah. Like, was she there when the ex was there? So, yeah, I actually have a male therapist. Oh, sorry. Him. Yeah. Okay. Which is, this is... A contentious issue sometimes with people. Why? I don't know. A lot of people think it's weird to have a male therapist as a woman. I do. I that's, think that. I think that. Discriminatory? I, I, I think that and I don't care. I... <laughs> no. I just... As I get older, and this is maybe like something I'll have to work on with my therapist who is not a man. Um, I don't feel like sometimes... I feel like it's very black and white and very simple when any man in my life is telling me something. Like, they don't get the intricacies of anything. And I just, I'm scared. I don't want to spend my money on that. Like, yeah, that's 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 okay for you to feel like that. But I don't think that that means generally that male therapists can't do their job. Like, I mean, you yeah. have trust issues with men very specifically. And you're like, <laughs> no, but that's what she just said, right? That's no, it she is. Just said. Yeah. So you're like, I don't want to have male therapists because I won't be able to buy in what they're selling. That's basically what you're saying. And that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I also don't have a men therapist. 
Because I, I was just like, my dad left. I can't trust you. I can't trust any of you. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. And it's weird because I never would have guessed that I would end up with a male therapist. Like, I... Does he have, like, four sisters? I don't know. We haven't I mean, really gotten not, into that. Yeah. <laughs> I usually not, don't ask them about their siblings. Like, is he good at his job? Yeah. Like, I think that we've made progress. Um... I mean, I didn't answer my ex's message, so I feel like that's progress. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. So, your ex texted you after, okay, after how long? Okay, yeah, so my ex texted me, we haven't spoken in about a year and a half. And he actually didn't really text me so much as he emailed me. It came from his Gmail. (laughs) (laughs) Came from the Gmail, which, I mean, I'm of the opinion, like, if you have if you can't reach me via text because you're blocked, Bye. then, like, I think it's probably best for us not to speak. You know what's annoying about Gmail, though? It's, like, five days later, it'll be like, do you want to reply? <laughs> and, that little nudge shit. Well, it came as a text message from his email. Oh, and I don't even so know. Oh, okay. I love that, though, with Gmail, though, when they're like, do you want to reply? And it's like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe That's never. the lack of reply. <laughs> Should I read the message? Yeah, okay, so you got this email, so you got a text email to your phone because the person was blocked and they thought, you know what? Let me email them. Yeah. <laughs> Let me send this from my Gmail instead. I mean, the reality is that I've had that, so I can't, like, because I'm a, I'm a notorious block and delete person, and if I'm done with you, you're dead to me, and people, find, people find ways. I love that, though, because it's a boundary, and that... Establishing boundaries is hard for me, so anyone who does it easily, I'm in awe of and I admire. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't know for me if it's so much of a boundary. I think it it's more like you no longer exist. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, never it's mind. worse. <laughs> it's, it's 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 you no longer exist, and and I have since identified as me running from my problems, and that's fine. Like my boundary is I run. So I go, wow, you don't exist. And I run in the other direction. But it saves you time from engaging with people and things that probably don't serve you and may never get actually truly resolved. I don't, I find it so weird that people I don't think resolve resolu- I don't think resolution is ne- necessity. I do. That's the thing. I need a resolution. You need no, a I know resolution. you do. Oh, you do. <laughs> I know you do. I need resolution. I you actually- need so much resolution that you try to resolve my my stuff. When I'm like, this is hanging in the air. You're like, no, but bro. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, so so like there's just going to be no closure? This is literally Tamara when I tell her my problems. And I'm like, I don't need closure. No, but like, <laughs> no. But like, I need closure. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Like, I'm so need- invested in my problems yeah, I was gonna say. that she needs closure on my issue. And I don't need any closure. I, we That's need closure. <laughs> we. 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 The collective we needs closure. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this. Let's hear this text, because I'm very excited for this, because every time an ex texts me, it's always something so fucking crazy. So let's... Are you? Are we ready? Are you bracing yourself? I mean, it's just going to be some fuckery. Okay. Well, you are correct. Okay. Okay, so sent via Gmail. I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> I just really want to hammer in the fact that this was sent via an email account. Um, Hold on, wait. Why'd y'all break up? Oh. I need the context before I hear this text. Oh, buddy. I don't know. He... This is like an hour podcast. So. Yeah. Um, he broke up with me. Uh, and 
honestly, we weren't communicating well at the end of our relationship. Yeah. I was going through a lot. I had, it was the pandemic, obviously, we were doing long distance. I had had surgery and I had really bad complications, so I ended up in the hospital and um, the surgery was really intense and then someone in my family passed away really like suddenly and unexpectedly and I think there was just a lot of pressure on the relationship and we couldn't like for it to be well like like you were leaning on him a lot or whatever no I think I was really (laughs) this part isn't funny (laughs) um but I think I was just going through so much because I was emotionally physically and like mentally exhausted from all from the going through so much stuff in a yeah. really short this all happened within like a span of 10 days mm-hmm. wow like, it all happened within 10 days and then we broke up I think like maybe a month and a half later mm-hmm. so I think I was just going through so much and I was so exhausted and we were fighting a lot mm-hmm. and I didn't have the energy to fight so I would just be like I'm not going to talk about this. And right. Like, I just don't So want- those were your hello Google moments. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I was just kind of hello Googling. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to be fighting with you. But you're mad at me because I'm not excited to talk up to you. But I'm not excited to talk to anyone right now because my life is kind of like falling apart. Okay. So we just couldn't get past that. I think he saw that as like, he took that very personally. So instead of asking for space... Which you, sh- which you could have just done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, what ended up happening is he was like, I broke up with you because I thought you were going to break up with me and I didn't want you to hurt me, so I hurt you instead. I mean, that's stupid, but <laughs> um, I just feel like if you had wanted to stay in the relationship, because people go through up and ups and downs in relationships like you're going to fight people fight yeah like you know what i mean and i think it's just so much easier to be like you know what? i need a moment i need a moment so that they don't take things personally yeah i think at the end of the day honestly if it didn't happen then it would have happened down the line so i don't think it was really a situation where the relationship could have survived anyways like it wasn't right but i mean i'm just kind of curious as to what then leads you to block him Oh, that was just because we were just, we broke up and we didn't speak for like a year. And then he called me out of the blue one day, a year after we broke up. And I didn't recognize the number because I had removed his contact from my phone. Yeah, because he doesn't exist anymore. Because he doesn't exist anymore. The Coco special. (laughs) Yeah, I, I pulled a Coco and I answered and we spoke and I was just in shock. And it kind of set me off because I thought that we had agreed that we wouldn't yeah, what did he? What did he call you for? He literally was like, I just wanted to like see how you're doing. So go on Instagram like everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Go creep me on social media. Yeah. Dude, you don't need to call me. No. <laughs> and then that kind of opened the floodgates like a year later of us going back and forth, like, speaking to each other. And then I had a bad habit. I There were, like, two occasions where I, like, drunk texted him and I was like, I hate you. And then we talked after that. 
And then, so I was just kind of like, I was done with that. I was like, we're not friends. I don't know why either of us is doing this. Like, I don't know why you're reaching out out of nowhere. I don't know why I'm, well, I know why I'm drunk texting you with anger. It's because I'm angry towards you still. Right. For the way things went down. And so I was like, I just need to cut this off and cut us off from communicating with each other. Because also, like, he was after we broke up and still is in a relationship. So I'm like, I don't really, yeah. Yeah, I don't you know, know why either of us is doing this. One thing my cousin said to me like 20 years ago and like, I never take this advice myself, but I think it's literally one of the best things I ever heard. She goes, um, every time you keep talking to your ex, it's like you're reliving the breakup over and over. Yeah. Yeah, and I just didn't want to do that anymore. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to block him. I yeah. love that you actively just said that you never listen to that. Advice. I don't. That's so funny. Because I, mean, I, I talk to, to <laughs> like, you know, until they don't exist, then it's a different story. Right. But you have to really piss me off to not exist. Yeah. There's a select few who have made it to that. Yeah. Level of- oh, I have a long list of people. <laughs> so he said, I had the wildest dream about so the, you So this is the text. Night. This is the text. Yeah, this yeah. is the text. Okay. Sorry. Right. We're going into the message. Apologies. Okay. We're going I had into the, the wildest mess. dream about you last night. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, no. Tamara said she doesn't believe that the dream excuse is a real one. It's not. I actually, I don't care if you dream about me. Fucking write it in your diary. Why are you calling me? I haven't talked to you for a year and a half. Literally. Get a journal. I received this message. Go see a male therapist. (laughs) Go talk to one of your kind. Yeah, you know what I mean? Go talk to the snake in the park. Don't call me. Snakes in the grass. (laughs) Snakes in my messages. (laughs) So he also sent this at like 8 a.m. <laughs> Top of the morning. That sounds like he scheduled the yeah. text. So he said, you had a baby from one of your three boyfriends, lol. So in your dreams, I'm a slut. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you were back in college living in the dorms. <laughs> I guess I'm taking an L in this dream. I don't know. I'm like, am I in this dream? Am I winning? Am I losing? Because it feels... Am I graduated? Yeah, it feels like I've regressed in life because I've already graduated, dude, and there are no babies. No babies here. Anyways, it was good to see you, and I hope you're doing well. It was good to see you in his dreams? <laughs> like, he's acting like he saw you in real life. That's what I'm saying. It's like, crazy. Like, you didn't see me, my dude. That was your imagination. Like, you can't just whip people up in your... Like, imagine, okay. like, imagine I just wrote to Sam Morello and was just like, nice to see you last night. Okay, read the, like, I'm read, a stalker. Read, yeah. read the whole text with no interruption. I had the wildest dream about you last night. You had a baby from one of your three boyfriends, lol, and you were back in college living in the dorms. Anyways, it was good to see you, and I hope you're doing well. No. This sender is not in your contact list. Report. 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 Yeah, job. I think I need to send a report for that one. That's. I don't believe in the dream thing. I don't believe that. When, like, I dream. You don't believe he had a dream? No, I think that anytime a dude says, I had a dream about you, they're just trying to gauge if you're still into them, if you'd be down to fuck, how you'd respond to it, if you'd be, like, about it. Yeah. Like, that's how it always feels to me. I think all texts that come from men have that energy, though. I don't think it has to say, I had a dream about you. They could be like, hey, I'm going to get coffee, and it's still those three things. Are you still into me? Can you, are you down to fuck? What was the third one? Um, are you about it? Are you about it? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like 
anytime you don't hear from someone for a long time and they drop a text like that, it means one of those three things. Whether it's about, I went to the grocery store, I saw you at the dream, I'm walking with my you know, pet snake, it still has those three <laughs> energies. Uh, you know what? But that's not fair because I sent my ex that I don't speak to anymore. I said every time a guy. Okay, yeah, because I, I sent my ex like a, an article yesterday out of the blue. I just feel like they <laughs> always... You heal yourself? <laughs> no, it's because... Uh, Are you friends? No. No, we're not friends. But I sent it because um, it was a memory that we had, a really funny one that, well, what was it really funny, but the ducks are coming back, the big plastic ducks or whatever, and I'm like, I hope they don't come back to Toronto. My friend sent me the article and I sent it to my ex because I got into a physical fight with a dude in front of the ducks, over the ducks, because he kicked sand in my eyes and then my boyfriend at the time started fucking going ballistic. We like got into this whole brawl and then... So it's an inside joke thing. Yeah. So it's just like, that's like... That's different. Yeah. So you're still friends with your exes? I'm not friends with this one. Or sorry, but you do maintain friendships with exes? I'm friends with most of my exes, yeah. What about you, Coco? Are no. you They don't exist to me. <laughs> again, again, they don't exist. I think I'm more similar to Coco. I think it's hard to have your exes in your life or people that you've... Oh, I'm friends with one of my exes, actually. Love you said it like you got a, a, a badge. Like, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Actually, you know what? I am capable of that. Just one. Just one. All right. Okay. Well, I, I think it's healthy to keep exes in your life because they know you well. And if you like lose that attraction. I have no judgment then... on people who are friends with their exes. I just don't generally like people anyways. So it's one of those swap in, swap outs. Yeah. Like, I, I can't be friends with everybody. <laughs> I just can't. Swap in, swap out. Like, you have a level. Like, okay, so what's your ideal number of friends in your life that you think that you could have? That, that are- Well, it depends, right? It works on tiers. Okay. I have a tier system, too. Yeah, levels of closeness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's, like, I don't know. There's, like, maybe three to five that it's, like, I will call in emergencies. Three to five, okay. Yeah. And then... Maybe 10 that I think this is the way I kind of tear it. I'm sorry. I'm crashing. I'm so tired. <laughs> I think this is the way I tear it. If I got married and I said, oh, small list. Are you invited? That's my that's the way oh, I look at it. Okay. Yeah. I have too many and, and I think and I think that list I is think. no more than like 10, 15 people. In total at your wedding. Well, small yeah. wedding. Her definition of small wedding. Yeah, I'm talking about if I had a small wedding oh. and, I, and I'm like, listen, I'm getting married at City Hall. I'm going to have a dinner. You guys are invited. Who are the people that I'm like, well, you got to be there. I, th- I couldn't squeeze it into 15. You couldn't squeeze it into like 50. Uh, I could squeeze it into 25. <laughs> 25. Mid-sentence, yeah. change. Yeah. yeah, I think mine would be like, mine Mine would probably be 10 to 15. Yeah, I think I, I think 25. Like, meaning like, in this 10 to 15 people, if they were not invited to the wedding, they would actually probably never talk to me again. Yeah. Oh, so wait, fuck, for either yeah. of you two, would anyone in that list be an ex? Like, are there any exes that you're close enough with that they would have to be... In that select few of no. people. No. Uh, two. Two. Two X's. 
I think that's pretty, like, is it weird to invite your ex to your wedding? No. I don't, I don't think so. I think it depends. If you're still friends and friendly, then no. If you're not, if you haven't spoken since you broke up, then yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, two of my exes. And then, like, yeah. People that I've hooked up with, but. Well, I mean, you couldn't start eliminating that. That would be. Yeah. But for sure, two of my exes. You wouldn't be able to have any of your friends at your wedding. Excuse me, Bria. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, we're going to Stratford voice. Got it. <laughs> this is getting very Shakespearean. <laughs> no, okay, listen, I have friends that I haven't fucked. No, it's not that you told me this yourself that you like date your friends. I, I okay, I It's like, a dating strategy for you. I'm not calling you a slut. I'm stra- saying I don't know if it's a strategy, more so probably just what happens. Yeah, I, I I can't date like I think that going on first dates is so fucking cringe. Everyone when, thinks that. No, You're with not people alone that, in that. With people that you don't know. Like I know that, it's crazy. Why would I meet a stranger at a restaurant for a meal? I don't want to do that. Yeah, no. Nothing about that appeals to me. And I don't like eating in front of people anyway. I don't want to do anything with you when I don't know you. And like it's just never gonna happen. I have never been on a first date with someone that I've not actually one. I think we talked about that one time, but like it was, we knew each other before. So it wasn't like we didn't know each other at all. We just didn't know each other that well, but no people meeting up on like apps and going on their first dates together, like in public. In public I commend people that do that because so you've never done that, Bria. Mm, I have. How did it go? It was actually truly one of the worst dates I've ever been on in my entire life. He accidentally, in the middle of the date, he went to the bathroom in the middle of the date. And like he, he's not allowed to pee? I'm sorry. No, What's no, happening? No, this is what was weird. You can go pee. I'd rather you pee in the bathroom than like at our table. But <laughs> he went in the bathroom and then while he was in the bathroom, sent me accidentally his like top 10 on OnlyFans. Did he mean to send it to somebody else? I have no idea because then after he deleted our match on the app, so I couldn't see the message anymore. So I was like, while he's in the bathroom, yeah, I'm like, I don't care if you like, I don't care if you have OnlyFans, like that's not it. It's like, were you jerking off in the bathroom to your OnlyFans favorites in the middle of our date, or are you like trying to send me like a list of hey, these are the type of girls I think are hot? I was just. It was so confusing. Did you say anything? And so weird. I didn't say anything. So he came back to the table. You didn't say nothing. I didn't say anything. That's insane. I know. I like didn't know what to do. I kind of panicked. It was like, it was the first time I'd ever been on a date with someone that I like didn't know already. And the last. And the last. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Ah! I think it was. It's so funny that you panicked to me because to me, I'd be like, I don't know you. There are no stakes. Like as soon as you come back, be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. No, I should have. I, but I think I'm also an improviser, which makes me, I like, I just go with the flow with everything. Anything that's thrown at me, I'm like, huh, what? And I just confront it head on as opposed to like pretending it didn't happen. <laughs> so okay. It's just like sex so with now, me. It's like, so yes, yeah, now, in the bathroom looking at my top ten. That's right. <laughs> now I understand how you felt when we were telling you truths about yourself. <laughs> yeah, see? Um, no, that is very accurate to how I deal with situations. But I am trying to be more of a confront things head on person. Yeah, you have been. That's I mean, on. maybe we don't even have to use the word confront because it sounds so heavy. But I think address. Address. Yeah. yeah. But also, I don't think confront should have a bad connotation. It's like. It's not. I know, but it yeah, already does. Yeah. So I can't. Like, it's not like I can 
like remove that from your brain like you know what i mean like if you hear the word confronting and you already have a bad connotation it's like i'm not going to be able to change that so i can use a different word to say the same thing but in a less you know what i mean yeah like, dress more is positive. a good way to yeah. put it for sure and because i don't think it's like it's like even anything it, it didn't even have to be a big deal it could just be like did you just send me that bro yeah, yeah. i know i think that i i don't to me it's like any bringing up a problem I have well, my why is own, it gotta be a problem? Yeah, so in my own <laughs> relationship shit, I think that I associate bringing something up with, like, issues and fights and problems. Right. So I have that own association in my mind, but it shouldn't, actually. You're right. It doesn't need to be a So did you just sit through the dinner and eat your chicken fingers? Like, what? Yeah, the? I just sat through, and then he was like, as we were leaving, he was like, that was really nice. I'd, like, love to do that again. And then I was like, yeah, um, totally. And then... I got home and he messaged me to like make sure I got home safe. He's like an architect and like should have been some someone and something I was attracted to because he like had a good job and like was he cute? He was all right. Mm. I think he was. The problem is I say he was all right, but I think he was conventionally attractive. But like I don't find that attractive, so I didn't actually. Yeah, because but like, I mean that take like you can get to know someone and that yeah. kind of because if you perpetually date people who are your friends that means that you get to know someone and then start finding them well i don't really date people that are necessarily my friends but it's like all people i've met through a friend like they themselves haven't really been my friends but i like meet them through someone but then you go on a first date yeah so what's the difference well i feel like when you meet someone through someone they're supposed to be vouched for kind of vetted that's what i'm saying they're not they're not vetted they're not vouched for that is what i've learned the hard way yeah they are not vouched for. but they're not vouched for yes but in my mind that's what i thought for a while but now i'm not even gonna do that so i don't even know i'm just like not dating so i can't date strangers and i can't date friends of friends so i can't date anyone i guess but you can date listeners so if you're listening Yeah, if, if, you, you. if you think Bria's pretty and you don't mind that she can be a little bit bitchy, we want to hear from you. So please DM us on the podcast Instagram page at Pretty Bitch Pod. And if you want to go on a date with Bria, honestly, we'll set something up courtesy of the pod. Just know that we will Wait, also be I at the date. for my own date? So here's no, a question. Hold we're we're, we're going to set something up courtesy of the pod. If you want to take Bria, <laughs> message no. and we'll set something up. So did he message you after that to go on a second date? Yeah, so he did message me and I just was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I just, it was, I had a really nice time with you. You're really nice, but I just don't think we connected on that like level. Oh, but, but that's hard to know. Block. Yeah. That's hard to know after the first date and that's why like... Like, okay, like for example, I went on... Um, and I, I don't have a problem going on dates with strangers and stuff like that. Like, I find it kind of fun. But... So, no, I mean, let's retract that for the pod. It's fine if it's kind of fun. People are just like, perfect. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm an adventurous person, guys. You know, what I like to eat is... I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, really like nice uh, I don't know if you guys heard at the beginning, I'm a bougie bitch. So, yeah. um, uh, no, but I remember I went on this date and, um, like I had been talking to the person for a while and we went on a date and like I had fun on a date, but it was genuinely where like there were things that he did that I was like, this is going to be a bigger problem later. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to keep seeing this person. So for example, we were talking about traveling. We both really liked traveling and he was telling me that at every like 
location that he's been to, he always eats like westernized food. Ew. I hate when people do this. You understand what I'm saying? Because, Why would you do that? Why are you leaving your house then? Because that's what he finds like comforting. I think safe for him. So, for example, we were talking about going to Cuba. If I remember, it was Cuba he was talking about. He's like, oh, their burgers taste weird. And I was like, why would you eat like... In Cuba. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not that. But it's it's more that like, okay, do you not know any kind of geography, like location, kind of history, whatever? They have embargoes and stuff. There's stuff that they don't have. Period. Yeah, you can't get Coca-Cola, and you can't get Yeah, so you're going into a country expecting to eat like you do in Canada? Like, that was so ignorant to me, and then criticizing the country for it. Like, um, to me, I'm like, you go there, you eat what's fresh and local that applies to you. Like, for example, I'm not, like, a huge, like, into, like sauces and stuff so when i went to cuba i only ate fresh grilled fish and like potatoes and it was delicious because it was from there it's like what they're good at you know whatever right and so for me to hear that someone's going in there and just wanting a duplication of canada i was like that's just so rude and ignorant and then calling the food in the country bad when you didn't even try and so i didn't even get into an argument with him like when he said that i took that in and i was like I can't be with this person because I'll never be able to travel with you and I'll never be able to go to a restaurant with you without you making a big fuss if you don't like something to eat. And I was just like, bye. Yeah. But that's a good way to see it. You waste so much time if you end up kind of going on four or five dates with someone like that that you know won't work with. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I just picked up on small things. That was the biggest one. (laughs) Like, that was the biggest one. And then he had moments where he kind of like, would talk to me like he was educating me and I was like <laughs> and I just didn't say anything I have nothing to learn from you yeah, yeah. and I was just like yeah I'm just not gonna date this person you know what that's yeah that's something you can clock those things early early on or you have someone like Coco that will tell you that things are gonna become bigger problems and you don't listen and then they do <laughs> That's what happened to me. Let's just like, let's wrap it up by talking about our biggest pet peeves in relationships. Just so that, because I feel like we have two eligible people, bachelorettes, bachelor, <laughs> bachelor persons on the podcast. So I want to know if anyone's trying to date Bria, what is your biggest pet peeve in a relationship? Probably like um, criticizing me in like any way, uh, shape or form. <laughs> no. I think I'm just someone who I would say a, a big pet peeve actually with the last like person that I was dating who did cheat on me multiple times. Wait, um, they cheated on you? No, uh, the the crazy real estate agent. Oh boy, that's next time. We're gonna yeah. have to go into that next time. That but was fucking crazy. It was crazy, but so I'm like, I guess that was probably in retrospect the cheating was probably the pet peeve, yeah. <laughs> but um, in the moment it was. I have a very busy schedule, and I know that you feel the same way, Tamara, and I'm sure you do too, Coco. I have a very busy schedule, and I actually do plan my weeks out in advance. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry, but this was literally my pet peeve, is that we would choose, we'd be like, okay, we're going to do something on Sunday, and then it would be like Sunday, and the plans would change, and I'm like, no, but I have plans tomorrow, because you told me we were going to hang out on Sunday. I think you and Coco have the exact same pet peeve. Yeah. It's not my pet peeve because I'm the person that does this to people. But I can tell 
that you guys really don't like it. I don't actually have that pet peeve. Yeah, you do. You hate when I change plans on you. That's different for you. Why is that different for me? Because you do it so last minute. That's when I find out. So then my question is always, I mean, if we, if we want to put this on podcast, is like mm-hmm. why everything else gets prioritized over something that we planned. That's how I feel. Because I don't see you often enough for me to be no like. No one sees me. Well, <laughs> you know. No one sees me. And actually, I would argue that you are prioritized more than most people. Okay. And you know that. Okay. You don't think that? I mean, we can, we don't have to argue about who's prioritized. Hello, I'm just Google. Telling, I'm just telling <laughs> I'm just telling you how I feel sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem. Like, you change plans last minute all the time, and I don't say anything. Well, thank God that you're saying it now when it's recorded. (laughs) Well, it's recorded forever. To be fair, you put it on me. You're like, you hate it when I do that. And I just, I was like, well, if we're going to go there, let's go there. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, unfortunately, it's not going to change. But I mean, I would say nine times out of ten, I don't, I don't. Like that is insane. When's when's the last time I actually made a fuss when you changed plans? You changed last week. She changed plans Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and I said nothing. That's crazy. That, Three times in a row. That's because I forgot I had other plans. Yeah, I but that's even worse. I think. No, I don't think that made it better. No, it's because I didn't put it in my calendar. They were things I couldn't miss, like the Vanderpump Rules finale, watch party. Um, can't remember what the other one was actually, but yeah, okay, I can see. So, they, so you couldn't miss them. <laughs> you can't remember that. I mean, the point the point is not even like to me. The other plan is like it's just the point is just that you change plans three days in a row, and I said nothing. I know, but I could tell it was annoying you deep down. But I'm allowed to be annoyed. I know, and that's why I'm allowed to say that I knew you were annoyed. Okay. Okay, but it's, it's not a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> just a two minute sidebar alright <laughs> and then Coco for you and your relationship what's your actual pet peeve I don't know that's so crazy because I know one okay tell me <laughs> it's the one I just said it's <laughs> not a pet peeve no you okay you don't they have to be open-minded. and I like spontaneity a little too much they have to like, be open minded then right like they can't they can't um, no because I like to give people room to learn stuff like we all have to grow like i also have to grow i don't expect someone to be perfect i think a a bigger pet peeve for me would be like dishonesty yeah and i don't necessarily mean lying like oh i went to the store but i didn't like you know what i mean i just even mean like internal dishonesty like i don't like it when i don't like being gaslit at all Mm -hmm. but i recognize that sometimes (laughs) i recognize that sometimes you think that someone is lying to you, but they're really lying to themselves. Oh, deep. And that, that's like a whole, wow, you're okay. So you're seeking a level of like emotional intelligence. That I don't know is. Yeah. Your men. pet peeve is when people don't go to therapy, I guess. Well, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. so if you want to be with Coco, you need to be therapized. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's just really hard to have like honest conversations because like emotions are, especially if you're someone who's like I'm in therapy and it's already hard for me to talk about my feelings so it would it's even harder to talk about my feelings when the other person's being dishonest it's like we're looking at the same thing and the person's like no that's not there and you're like yeah I fucking hate that I just like so it's like we can't even have a conversation yeah and I find that I like that is a huge pet peeve because then what I'm stuck doing is all the labor of course yeah yeah Okay, so if you want to be with Coco... You better show up. 
you better with every single receipt from every single <laughs> therapy session you've attended, yeah. and you better get a file folder and you place it on that table before you sit down for dinner. Coco said, "How you gonna win when you ain't right with it?" <laughs> <laughs> Coco, where can everyone find you? Oh, at Coco Galore uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, right now, you know, on stages in the city. What, what city? Uh, yeah. What, what, where? What stage? Plug the show. We're going to come. I am come. not plugging that show. They're not paying me enough. Oh, fair. Okay. All right. Well, when, you'll see, though, when you, as soon as you go to Instagram. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Coco, for being on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Love you. That's been the Pretty Bitchy love Podcast. You. I am Tamara Siobhan. I'm Brie Hebert. Did you hear that? I said I love you too. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Stay pretty, stay bitchy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.